Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I am your host, as always, TV's No Hulahan. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Epic Dan live from John Con, I got a whole bunch of things I got to talk about. First off, we talk about Walt's Cards in this episode, which is a gaming store in Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, considering the current circumstances over in Baltimore, we want to take this time to just hope that everyone is okay and that order is restored soon and that uh, all you plus two comedy modifiers and all those nerds and geeks down over in Walt's cards are okay and that you are in our thoughts. Also, uh, we did not appear at TenochiCon. There was a problem with the scheduling, and uh, I just want to take this time to apologize to any of the Plus Two Comedy modifiers who waited in line thinking that we were going to show up just to find out that we had canceled the day before. So I apologize to all of you Plus Two Comedy modifiers out there. We wanted nothing more to, but to be there. It just couldn't happen. And this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Amazon. Weird transition. Please click the banner below and shop as normal to support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Also, upcoming shows, we got a big one. We are going to be at Wizard World Comic Con Philadelphia, May 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. We will be performing on the Saturday, that's May 9th, at 5 p.m. So be sure to get all your plus two comedy giggles at Wizard World Comic Con. I will warn you that at the time of this recording, four day passes have been sold out. So if you want to come, you have to get a one day admission. Make it for Saturday and do it quick because these tickets are going fast. If you can't make it to that, then please come to Nauticon. Nauticon is May 15th through the 17th, all the way up in Provincetown, Massachusetts. It's a 21 plus con, so make sure you're of age. It's going to be a fantastic fantastic con that's two fantastics as we are teaming up with grego to give you a mega show so be sure to come to that for all the information head on over to nauticons with an s dot com and now without any further ado take it away kirby crackle Guys. Who's barely awake and somehow stumbled down to a podcast? <laughs> All right. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast live from Johns Hopkins University for John Con. I am your host. Why are you hissing at me? There's oh, it no is two S's. Johns? John's? There's more than one John and more than one Hopkins? Yes. This is stupid. <laughs> John, this is terrible. I started adding an S after the P, too, so it's John's Hopskins. Yes, yeah, so I. I started saying Hopskins. I hate this place. No. <laughs> Live from John's Hopskins Universities. <laughs> I am your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. I am joined by the Contessa to my assassin, Mr. Will Liam. How That's you doing, an Will? inside joke. I'm doing great. I thought the people here would enjoy it. We played a lot of coup this weekend. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They've they heard did. of it. They did. Our guest this week is a game. Do you own the shop, or you? Do? I work. I work for Mr. Walt and have for the last twenty years. Okay, uh, from Walt Gaming. Please give it up for Epic Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for joining us on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So, tell us a little bit about Walt's Gaming. Uh, Walt's Game Store. Or, or, Walt's, or the correct title of the store. Walt's <laughs> yeah, first, game store. tell us what it's well, called. Well, actually, the official title of the store is Walt's Cards, because back in the day, we did magic and uh, baseball and sports cards. But the sports cards slowly faded out at the, <laughs> by the you know, mid to end of the 90s, and Mr. Walt's friends who did sports kept coming by less and less as I kept getting more and more nerdy gamers in. <laughs> and so Mr. Walt you know, just quit coming by as much and... 
you know, we don't see them much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a full-service game store over on the east side of Baltimore. Uh, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments pretty consistently, Hero Clicks, uh, random games. The kids come by and break out whatever they want to break out, uh, which can, can be fun. You know, Pokemon, My Little Pony, the card game. Whoop. I want to stop you there. All right. <laughs> I've noticed that each game store has their own, like, the one game that they really enjoy. Because when we were at Jester's Playhouse, everybody played Card Wars and Netrunner. Mm-hmm. Then we moved to another store, and they all play Vanguard. And your store, there's a lot of My Little Pony? Well, there's some My Little Pony. And don't disrespect the game. Because, oh, disrespect because the game. it is the game mechanics are like the old Star Trek Next Generation card game from the 1990s. Okay. Yeah, Mike remembers that. Yeah, <laughs> and so instead of crew, now you have ponies, and, and you instead fight the of Borg, and instead of missions, you have locations. And yes, somebody is trying to hammer the Borg into showing up in Ponyville. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> I just I love that these little communities of, of, of players are, are hardcore into this one thing that's just not as mainstream. So My Little Pony. That's that's uh, if the great game mechanic works, then I'm all for it. Trust me. If you can get over the idea of dealing with ponies and not Star Trek crew, yeah. then then you're in. It and it fixed all the problems that original Star Trek game had. It's improved. Lack even. of That's, ponies. Yeah. <laughs> that is a huge problem. I mean, mm-hmm. me and Will, we did a convention called Dexcon, mm-hmm. which is a gaming con, and there was a My Little Pony LARP. And we sat and we watched as like these people ran out and they're like, oh, "No." We have to get across the river. Well, I have the power to fly. I'll fly over and see if there's anything on the other side. And we watched it like, man, this is just craziness. Let's go play our LARP yeah. where we're werecrows. Mm-hmm. That's, that's more Like normal, normal people. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, what, what's your game of choice? Oh, to, well, for the store, we have an extremely active Yu-Gi-Oh! community. Okay. Uh, a fairly active Magic community. But are you asking... What I get time to play? Yeah. yeah what, what is you your ever... game personally? I'm I, a little afraid you're going to be like, I just work there. I hate these nerds. <laughs> no, no. I just work there. I don't have much time. You see, standing before or sitting before you, a confessed sleep addict. Ooh, <laughs> sleep that must be wonderful. Game. Yes. I'm terrible at that game. I don't have enough time to, to yes. put into it. But you see, I, I start having problems if I don't do at least seven hours a day. So Ooh. I've gotten into wow. more into the quick uh, and fun games, things like the Fluxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wings of War, Wings of Glory. We played some of that yesterday with uh, Danny Burton, his son here. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. What's that uh, one? World War One or World War Two fighting aircraft. You, Is it models? Yes. Okay. Uh, you, have, you can have little models or you can have little cards. You I have, like toys. You have a deck of cards which tell you what your plane can do. And so you decide where you want to go. You fly around the table and shoot the other guy down. And the good news is that this can be played in 10, 15 minutes. You can learn to play in you know, less than five. <laughs> here's, here's where you go. Go where you want. Point your plane at me. Have fun. <laughs> okay, because whenever I see models, I always think like Warhammer or something like that. And the way I understand Warhammer and War Machine are played is you spend uh, 10, 15 minutes setting up your models, and then somebody does something. And then you're not sure if that's a legal move, so you, you get out the rule book, it. and then you argue about it, and that's pretty much all of the game. That's just GW stuff, though. See, you're <laughs> you're biased because that's yes. all you know. Yeah, that's all I know. A lot that, of them are very smooth. so. It's good to hear that this game. Only I, I used takes to do the uh, the Axis and Allies minis game, oh, yes. which I thought was fantastic. Oh, I was yes. actually uh, ranked number five uh, in the United States after I played one tournament, cool. and the game was so successful that I didn't play for a year and remained number five. <laughs> for another five years, because <laughs> sadly it didn't do very well. well they, you had the number five headband. Somebody had to challenge. Yeah, I had, you. they gave you little like uh, uh, medallions when you won. Oh, really? I was joking. I no. didn't know you actually got yeah. medals for your, your for my bravery. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, did you ever play the game Starfleet Battles? No, I have not. Uh, very interesting min- miniature based. Star Trek battle game. Oh, is it the, the ships, the little ships? Well, it's not necessarily little ships. It can be on little counters, but the... what? Oh, stop on, taking toys away from me. What my, <laughs> what my memory jogged on this was that it, they had so many you know, iterations and errata 
that they didn't call it Starfleet Battles, they call it Starfleet Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just arguing if the move is legal or not. That's which which system of errata are you using? No, you can't do that because the errata that came out last February says... Oh, God. I love any game that decides new rules come out later. Like, that's the update is, ah, we're just decided we're changing this. We didn't beta test this at all, so, so we're rather just than, discovering how to play. Rather than having a game where one, you do one thing and if you win and it's over, we have to fix that. Yeah. But if you guys come up after the, after the show, I'll, I'll show off the game. Oh, excellent. It would be great. As I say, if, if it takes you more than five minutes to play or five minutes to learn, you're not trying. Okay. And I'm, I'm known for my trying, so <laughs> I'm sure I'll be able to pick it up. And I love Flux as well, but mm-hmm. I always notice that there's so many different versions of Flux that whatever <laughs> always seems to happen is we get a bunch of versions of Flux, we play all of them, and it's fun. And then someone gets the bright idea of, oh, let's just shuffle the, all of them together, and we'll have a super wacky thing. And then it takes years to beat <laughs> because you need two cards to win, and they're somewhere in the deck. <laughs> it's just it's absolutely insanity. And the game is ruined, and then nobody wants to play Flux anymore. <laughs> you, can met, you can mix and match the Munchkin games. Yes. yes. Munchkin's always fun to mix uh, up. Because you, you have a set limit. With the Fluxes, you really can't build a, a huge deck because the odds of getting anything to win mm-hmm. yeah. are too limited, which is a shame because I really like Flux as a game. Yeah. It's like, I, I could have won, but I have two zombies, a... Uh, the, the, Bunny from Monty Python and the Holy Grail in front of me. Ah, those damn creepers. Uh, But I love the board game. Have you played Flux the board game? Uh, I have not had a chance to. Oh, that is a great, just like, it seems so simple, and then three minutes (laughs) in, you're just screaming at each other because everybody's just screwing each other. Well, that sounds like a good game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've I've got it. But again, remember the the crazed sleep addict. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. It's a bizarre obsession with sleeping seven hours a night. Well, that that and, and, and fussing at the computer trying to get them to upload the Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments properly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Always a struggle. <laughs> for, for me, the, the system apparently works quite well for people who are not technologically cursed like I am. <laughs> so where's the store? Drop the address so people oh, can find it. Oh, the address is 7620 German Hill Road. That's in Baltimore. Our phone number is 410-288-7044. Shameless plug. Thank you. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, That's what we're here for. Near, near, the, near the intersection of German Hill Road and Mac- Merritt Boulevard, exit 39 off the Beltway. <laughs> East of 95. East okay. of 95. Excellent. Uh, so we like to, to nerd out on the show. I know that sounds like what we just did. But we're going to do it some more. And we do it with a segment called What You Watching, What You Read, and What You're Playing. It's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. Dan, you're new to the group. What have you been watching recently? I bet, it's, I bet it's people playing. <laughs> uh, Is there any good shows or movies? Uh, regrettably, no. Uh, <laughs> have, haven't Just the inside of your eyelids? Well, have, haven't watched broadcast TV since the World Series. Oh, wow. Which Wait, one? You, you, you can't really watch the, the San, Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco and Kansas City. When was that? <laughs> it, it was last November, actually. And what, what sport is yeah, that? Sport is that? <laughs> it's, it's baseball. Yeah. You, can't, oh, you, can't watch base, you can't watch the World Series in delay. You, you've got to see it live, if at all possible. <laughs> um, in terms of, of movies, uh, again, I don't do first-run movies, but got to watch the second Hobbit film, on uh, on DVD and have to say I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same. To- way. Token fans, it's it's been a real sad time for because I I never got into it. I watched the first Lord of the Rings and I was like, this is not for me. Sorry, I'm not a fan. I like that one. I know you did, but it's the I only one I like. And I understand why people would like them. And they're just not for me. But then when the Hobbit came out, it's been nothing but when the first movie came out, a bunch of furious people like this is garbage. Um, the second one better be better. It's like, dude, just don't go back. You're no one's forcing you to see these films. I did. I did that for the first two. I didn't like the first one. I was like, maybe, maybe the second one. Yeah. I didn't see the third one. I decided. Well, I decided that. Uh, but each movie had about forty-five minutes of a good movie in it. They're about four hours long, so... Yeah, it's a shame that The Hobbit wasn't just one book, so they could have just mm-hmm. done yeah, one book. Yeah, condensed it, was it just down. One book. Condensed what? <laughs> well, I, my, my problem was 
that in the second part of The Hobbit, mm -hmm. there were two things that really stuck out for me, the 10-year-old me when I was reading it. First of all, it's you know, Gandalf and Bilbo bringing the dwarves in to meet Bjorn. Several? Did I say several? What? There was a crew of us, and two more show up. Crew? Why, there was a company and two more. Uh, the 10-year-old me thought that was hilarious. The like, second thing the 10-year-old me really enjoyed was Bilbo heaping abuse and, and thumbing his nose at, at the spiders. Yeah. And so that's what really got me in the, in the middle part of the book. So none of that happened. You know what they replaced that with? Xena warrior princess yeah. elf babe. He's fighting <laughs> spiders. He's invisible. He takes his ring off, looks one of the spiders in the eyes, like, look at my face, then stabs him and goes back invisible. I was like, there was no reason for that other than some kind of psychotic thrill on Bilbo's part. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like... Oh yes, they made him a serial killer. Stab, stab the things invisible. That would that would be the way to go. So no. he he appears and then stabs. Yeah, he's somebody. like, look at my eyes, and kills him, and then disappears again. What? And then like a baby spider comes up, and he's like, I've changed, and he starts killing that too. <laughs> so it's a horror movie. That part, yeah. I had no idea. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. These sound, <laughs> no, it's still not good. It's way more interesting than Hours of Walking. No, the action's the most boring part of any of those movies. Yeah. Well, it's CG going on. This is exciting. <laughs> it's hard to kill elephants and stuff. For real. <laughs> it's better to CGI it. An elf surfing down the back of one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very yeah. hard to find an elf that can actually do that. But. <laughs> So I think we'll live with the special. But I, I've already heard the guys that did the, they did a Star Wars edit of Phantom Menace down to like a 45 minute movie that's not bad apparently. Oh yeah. And they already said they're going to do the whole, the, all three movies they're going to condense into one good movie. That I'll watch. 40 minutes long. Yeah, yeah, 40 minute long, decent movie. I find it insane that it's three, and they're all like three hour movies, right? So the guy, At least. Yeah, I think so they had nine hours of movie to fill and they still cut stuff out of the book. Yeah, well that's what's crazy is... Hobbit movie. I was like, yeah, that's really cool. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to split it into two movies. I'm like, that's awesome. They're going to cover everything. Three movies. Okay. What's the three hour short movies of everything? Uh, no, they're three hours long. Why? How did you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm skipping it. Mm -hmm. So, Will, are you watching anything interesting? You've caught me. Like, I'm going to get home. I have the entire run of Daredevil to watch and then Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. Gang here, I'm not sure if you guys have had the panic attack of not getting to watch Daredevil yet. But the internet has already finished yeah. Daredevil. It came out Friday. Everybody Everyone on Facebook. else has seen it, and it's amazing, and you're stupid for not seeing it. And now no one cares. So if you want to talk about it, they don't want to. Yeah, yeah they're done. They've, they've already had their Daredevil experience, <laughs> and it is no longer for us. What's up? No, it's not. It's Netflix is doing a TV series. Yeah, they, they did it. They finished it. It's over. Yeah, not Ben Affleck. But, but the new uh, series on Netflix, apparently it was phenomenal, but it's over, and we're done talking about it, and they've moved on <laughs> to the next thing. So we... Noah, can I, can I make a suggestion to you? If you Absolutely. can go back into the dim, dark recesses of time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back, I guess, in the mid-'80s, PBS did a radio, 15-episode radio broadcast of the original, real Luke Skywalker Star Wars movie. With Wait, Mar what? What? Yes, PBS... When you say real, like the the original, I know this, the original draft script was very the, the, different from the movie. Well, the original Star Wars movie. Okay. I gotcha. uh, Mark Hamill is in it. Uh, Anthony Daniels. They didn't get Harrison Ford or, or Carrie Fisher, but they have voice actors. And all of this played on the radio. Huh. Now, the advantage and what really you know, rocked me on it was that on a movie, you can have 15 minutes of you know, fly around, mm -hmm. blam, yeah. kapowie. Which you can't do on radio. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get him. They then shoot the spaceship with a laser. Kapowie. We got him. <laughs> so, you have you know the the fifteen half hour episodes, all of which require a lot more in the way of character development mm -hmm. and a lot more plot than simply stuff blowing up. I still have the uh, tapes which date it and me, <laughs> and my tape player in my car for when I want to listen to something that I know is good. Nice. Well, I'm definitely going to find that. That's the Hitchhiker's Guide radio show is still my favorite incarnation yeah. of Hitchhiker's Guide. Yes. They did a phenomenal job. I love radio. Yes. Like old-timey yeah. radio. Oh, Will, right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Jack Benny still cracks me up. 
I, I want to find the shadow. Ah, yeah. I was I was big into the shadow for a little bit, and and then I fell off it. But I'm sure it's on the internet. Everything's on the internet. I need to get back into that stuff. Or, Orson Welles and Agnes Moorhead. I've never heard the Orson Welles uh, War of the Worlds. No? Despite it being the most famous radio show. Does anyone know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. right now? Radio was what? a thing before the internet. Yeah, they played over Pink Floyd on uh, Halloween. I've heard it. Yeah, basically, uh, War of the Worlds uh, by Orson Welles was done as a radio show, and they did it as a news broadcast. So people thought aliens were actually invading, and uh, that people were calling the police and losing their minds. And it started with, uh, this is a... Uh, 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 a pair, or this is all fiction and stuff. So they gave it that warning. But what ended up happening, I forget what other show, another show had run long. So people were changing the station like right after that announcement was being made. So they just like, flip, all right, let's see what's going on. People of Earth, the aliens have come and landed. <laughs> give up all hope. All right, I guess we should give up all hope. The radio said so. <laughs> oh, did they plan it? <laughs> I didn't know that that was part of the plan. Oh, is to no, I, get people freaked out. I love Orson Welles. Yes, but you're you're listening to the the band music, and we interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Alien f- spaceships have landed outside New York City. More later, and you just <laughs> somebody shot a water tower. Yeah, a bunch like, of people did. That was a big problem. I didn't know there was a lot of water tower. A lot of water tower murders of, mm-hmm. of all of this mayhem. <laughs> uh, so real quick, uh, I went back to uh, Agents of Shield because uh, oh. I, I fell off completely, and everyone was like, "You fell off right when it got good," and I was like, "Okay, I have Netflix, I have a few free hours. Let me get back." And it definitely got better, but when you go from terrible to bad, that's not <laughs> a big jump in quality. Uh, I, I, I want to give it a try, but like. Once you're 13, 14 episodes deep, you're no longer giving it a try. You're just kind of torturing yourselves. (laughs) Uh, That being said, I will finish it. (laughs) I'm committed. I'm not even in second season. Don't spoil things of the show I don't like. Well, wait a minute. They blow up all of S.H.I.E.L.D. in Captain America 2. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do a story arc with that. I want to get to the point where S.H.I.E.L.D. is is exploding. Well, that's the best... Nick, uh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, spoiler from Captain. <laughs> Something happens to Nick Fury. The movie's been out long enough. Yeah, I've seen but, the movie. But in the show, I watched because I have a friend that loves Shield, and he just kept like, "You got to try it again." And I watched a couple episodes when they did the Hydra uh, story arc that ran along Captain America too. And there's a point where like, we don't know what's happening. It's time to call Nick Fury. Conveniently, though, he's not here to pick up the phone because we can't afford to pay Sam Jackson's voice. <laughs> to be on Shield, he did show up. I on know Shield he shows once, up, and all he did was yell at Coulson for having an aquarium. That was his one job in the show. Hey, get this aquarium off my plane! Oh, he said, "Get off my plane!" Because Samuel L. Jackson cost too much money yeah. and was too busy to actually <laughs> do anything. Uh, so I'm going to shoot back over to uh, Dan here. Uh, well, before you do, oh. well, thank you. I do have one question though. Yes. From from my misspent youth, I remember Nick Fury as being the leader of the Howling Commandos. Yes. So yes. wouldn't he be like ninety five years old if he's now the head of Shield? Am I missing something? I, I don't. Did, think... did I miss something in like the nineteen eighty comic books? <laughs> well, I books? think Nick Fury is like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Back ah. then, he was David Hasselhoff, and now he's Samuel Jackson. Ah. Yeah, nobody noticed. He, or he's so, a Time so Lord. Bad. Yeah, he just regenerated. So okay. bad. Do I want in the new Avengers movie? there to be a cameo from David Hasselhoff where he gets yelled at by Nick Fury and he just goes, man, I wish I could be like that guy and just walk <laughs> away. It would make me so happy. I want it so bad. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw okay. it back down to you and ask you what you're playing. Uh, you're going to say sleep. I know no, this. No, actually, actually I, I play lots of things. But as I said, it has to be relatively quick and it cannot uh, take me away from work for too very long. Uh, as I say, you know, Easy enough just to say, teach me how to play Wings of War, and we'll do it. I sit in on the fluxes. Mike Brown, my, my colleague, is upstairs. He's going to show me how to play Jupiter Rescue when we go back upstairs. <laughs> is Jupiter in? Jupiter Rescue. Jupiter. 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 Sorry. Jupiter Sorry. Rescue. Uh, we play robots. The aliens are invading the space station, and we have to hurt those stupid humans onto the escape pod because they're too dumb to do it themselves. I'm going to interrupt right now and just say that this is not an actual news broadcast. Yeah. No, no. 
Uh, Humans remain stupid, but yes. in charge. But <laughs> they all start you know, shooting their Roombas. <laughs> you know, Magic the Gathering is never, never too far away. Though again, yeah. I, I don't play competitively because I'm the one running the tournaments rather yeah, than. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bad when you win. Well, you know, I have had people saying we you should play more. People will enjoy beating you, and <laughs> I'm going. Well, that's happen. that's good, but you know, how much of that do I want to take? Yeah. <laughs> Beat me, it's fun. Okay. <laughs> I think there's something horribly psychologically wrong with me at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're attracting people just to beat you. You're very Shia LaBeouf. We were talking about that later. It's been in the front no. of my mind. No. We were talking about that later. I'm also a time traveler. Wow, I'm tired. Holy crap. It You're is right, Sunday pal? at the con. Yeah. Uh, Will, what have you been playing? I'm going to take a quick nap. Okay. Goodbye. Well, but you played the game with me, and now i got no idea. Well, you've probably played two. Huh? I, I had never heard of it until yesterday, or I guess Friday, but it was a fantastic game. Very short, usually, unless yes. you have, like, ten people. That we are horrible at. Yeah, I'm not good at it. Yeah. Because Noah doesn't look at his cards, and I don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a game of bluffing, but if you get caught for bluffing, a character dies, and that is just too much on my mm-hmm. soul. It's a lot of stress. What game is this? This Coup. is Coup. 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 C-O-U-P. Coup. Yes. It's Coup. Could be a duke, an assassin, or a inquisitor, or a contessa, and <laughs> or, the uh, or the captain, and whatever I'm claiming to be, I actually am because yeah, lying that's... is wrong. <laughs> I'm going to win honestly. <laughs> I'm the guy that gets voted out fourth in Survivor. I just <laughs> wanted to play with honor. Uh, I guess uh, real quick, uh, uh, we played laser tag last night, and oh. I hurt. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, I. D- I uh, I was teamed up with Will and another gentleman who quickly died. So it quickly became three on one. There were lots of barrel rolls and diving and all this other stuff just to discover that my gun was broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. Dude's still here. We, we gladly admit that we lost. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, I'm alone. I'm, I'm, this, is anyone getting hurt? <laughs> is anyone? All right. Well, I guess this game's over. <laughs> I really wish I didn't cover myself in grass stains for this. <laughs> <sighs> so, we also played Dominion. I should. Oh, uh, yes. that we played Dominion, which was a is my I've, one of my favorite games. Yeah, frequently that talk I about my love own. of Dominion. Yeah, and it's amazing just because there's a hundred versions of it, and I love a, a game where every time it's different, and it is a fantastic deck building strategy game. Maybe, maybe one more round before we leave. Yeah. But if my girlfriend is listening. We left immediately mm-hmm. after this as podcast, as, as promised. Going back over, what you what you reading? You reading anything good? Uh, let's see. I've I just picked up the a very old series from Jack Vance. Uh, you know his his Demon Kings series. They were books in the mid '60s in which his hero is hunting down the five greatest villains of the galaxy. The first book is interesting because in 1964, Jack Vance has one of his side characters named Spock. <laughs> which, if I rem- remember the dates correctly, predates a, a better-known version <laughs> of that name by a couple of years. Is you talking about that J.J. Abrams movie? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Yes. The, the, you know, but then when I was told that Leonard <laughs> Nimoy had, had died, I, huh. it, it was a, I was bummed for, for a couple of days. You know, the heroes of my youth are, are passing. Yeah. I, but, I was really bummed when Spock died. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably call him by Yeah, his, his real name. He did other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, 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 I think that was the hardest part about Len, Leonard Nimoy's dying is having to deal with other comedians making the joke that in a few years we're just going to search and find him. <laughs> it's like, oh, just, oh. He did other things. <laughs> yes, but he, he, he did just about everything well. Yeah. And he never let his fame to us nerds come back to haunt us. Yeah. He was all, always polite, mm-hmm. if somewhat distant, because he wanted to be thought of as something other than just Spock. Mm-hmm. But he's never... Because there's other celebrities that are only known for, like, one one well, nerd role, and they get mad about it if you well, it Yes, up. and there are some of them, <laughs> Shatner, who, who can be real, <laughs> real pains about it. Yeah, the thing about Shatner is it's at the point where now most people know him as the Priceline negotiator, and I don't feel like that's better for him. <laughs> oh, my God. 
You're the Priceline. Oh, I used to be Captain Kirk. I used to be somebody. Now I'm a commercial. Besides, if that's all he did, at, like I know Shatner did a bunch of stuff, but nothing like. I will. I don't want to be known for Star Trek. I want to be known for T.J. Hooker. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think. <laughs> well, because does anybody want to be known for T.J. Hooker? No, I don't think so. I'm saying like Nimoy went on. Like I saw him do a one man show of uh, Picasso, and he did a lot of theater stuff where Shatner. Picasso or Van Gogh. Oh, that's a good point. I, I think, think it was Van Gogh. Van Gogh. I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> I think Futurama told me it was Van Gogh. I don't Gogh. think I paid a lot of attention. <laughs> <laughs> do this part. Do the thing. With <laughs> your hand. Say something. Right, no. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to make a, da- a data joke, and I was like, no, that's, that's not who that was. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a big Trekkie guy. I do the same to Brent Spiner, who's also a phenomenal actor. So. <laughs> uh, what have uh, you been reading there, William? I've had very little time since their last... Podcast, podcast on Thursday, Thursday to read something. Uh, I convinced Vegas to buy the fifth edition Dungeon Master Guide from Dan. Well, thank you. And telling him how wonderful it is is from a GM standpoint. And then uh, I took it from him all weekend and read it. So <laughs> bullying. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I needed him to buy it so I could read it over a weekend. <laughs> I already own it, but I didn't have it here. So <laughs> Vegas is a library for you. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I go back every once in a while and read uh, this one book because I have the complete guy or the complete uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's weird that we brought that up earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I never finished this. I've only read Hitchhiker's Guide, and I've never read like Restaurant at the End of the Universe. I got to get into this. Let's reread Hitchhiker's Galaxy <laughs> before because I, I I might have forgotten something. So I'm. Rereading Hitchhiker's Galaxy. I'm almost done, and uh, I'm sure that when I finish it, I'll be like, "All right, let's read something else, and then get back into it, and then I'll never pick it up again." <laughs> so I'm rereading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and it's still as amazing as ever. You have you guys read it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. This is booked as a sci-fi convention. If you guys have not read Hitchhiker's Guide, you guys are messing up because it is a fantastic novel. And if you've never heard, uh, oh, what's his name? Who's the author's name? Doug Douglas Adams. Adams. I'm sorry. It is. I am exhausted. Uh, Douglas Adams speak. Uh, he did a fantastic TED talk where he talks about uh, <laughs> birds. He just talks about birds, and it's the greatest thing <laughs> in the world. He talks about these birds that have gotten so fat that they've forgotten how to worry because there's they, there are no predators on their island, so they have gotten so fat that they have forgotten how to fly because they don't need to anymore. But they've also forgotten that they've forgotten how to fly. So they climb trees and then jump out of them and fall to the ground. And just like, oh, yeah, that's not a skill I have anymore. (laughs) And then they just eat and get fatter. (laughs) Douglas Adams does a much better job explaining it. So check that out as well. It is a fantastic, fantastic talk uh, over on uh, Ted's website. Uh, also listen to TED Talks, they're cool. Uh, now, we also like to ask our guests, what is your biggest geek out moment? What is a moment where you either met somebody or something happened that just filled you with such great nerd joy that you just could not contain yourself? When my nephew was quite small, he and, and I, I would spend lots of time with him. You don't call it babysitting, but he and I would spend time together. Okay. And... My sister had given us a, a series of movies that, that we would be allowed to watch. And so we would watch movies, which he wasn't old enough really to understand weren't on the list. But he was asking my sister about our, our, my sister and my parents, his grandparents. And she said that, no, that's W&D and Melva. They've died. He goes, he's one and a half, maybe two. He goes, what? Grady Babum dead? <laughs> no, 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 no. Grady and Babum are, are your daddy's mommy and daddy. They're fine. But, <laughs> but my parents, W.D. and Melva, they've died. Oh, he says. Them dead? Yes, they've died. Darth Vader, get them. <laughs> Dan, what have you been watching with this boy? <laughs> Why does your nephew talk like a caveman? Well, because he he, he was like one and a half, too. He, his language skills <laughs> I, were not he, real He high. knew the key words of yeah. mommy, 
Daddy and Darth Vader. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Going on, too, he's ready to try to take down Vader for offing his grandparents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's his hubris. He has to go in the tree and realize he's not ready yet. (laughs) (laughs) I was so worried you guys would just right over your heads. But, but teaching the younger generation well, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am proud of it. Good. Uh, to, to see the world again through a child's eyes would be just such a wonderful thing. Well, I was so worried because I, I, I said this yesterday. I grew up being a huge Star Wars fan, and I have a lot of young cousins that are that are also into Star Wars, and they kind of they had watched the prequels first, and I was so worried, like, oh, that's, that's going to be Star Wars now. Great. And now you talk to them, they're like 10, 11, like, what's your favorite Star Wars? Oh, Empire Strikes Back. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> thank God. Oh, phew. He didn't say the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I know we've talked about this, but uh, I'm not sure if we ever talked about it on the podcast, is that we were trying to to figure out when we learned about Star Wars. And I don't, we can't remember a time I where don't Star remember Wars a time. were not a, a part of our lives. I'm not saying this to make you feel old, Dan. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like. Saw that movie. <laughs> in the theaters <laughs> when it came yeah, out I did too when they re-released it <laughs> see and the, I know that when they the re-release came out that I had not seen Star Wars yet uh, but I don't remember a time where I didn't know that Darth Vader's was Luke's father like I, I don't know I just I never watched it but I knew like all the secrets and stuff that I remember learning I remember, I always liked Star Wars, but I remember watching Empire because I saw it a little later. Yeah. And then having my mind be blown. Because one of the greatest things to do is to go on YouTube and watch Darth Vader reaction videos. <laughs> because we are so jaded to it now. It's just like, like when everyone, when every, uh, one says like, hey, don't spoil that movie. The joke is to be like, oh, it turns out Darth Vader's his father. Because everyone's aware of that spoiler. The idea that I can watch someone realize it for the first time is like mind blowing. Oh. And like I would do the same thing with the Sixth Sense, but nobody likes M Night Shyamalan anymore, so no one's <laughs> making those reaction videos. Uh, so I think we need to put this to bed because I don't think I can sit in this chair anymore. Cause my back is killing me. Uh, we end all of our podcasts with a game. Uh, it is host versus guest versus audience, and we put up a fantastic prize. Uh, this time we are putting up. Our Plus Two Comedy DVD. Yeah, get that water out of the way so I can properly plug this. It's the Natural Funny DVD. Get it, Natural 20, Natural Funny? It's always good when he explains jokes. <laughs> but it's an hour of stand-up comedy along with a bunch of special features. It's a fantastic disc. We're going to be selling them after the show for $10. But you can win one right here if you can win on host versus guest versus audience. Dan, what did you bring as a prize? I brought one of Drew Oliver's giant microbes. This is a giant microbe of the syphilis virus. So Yay. you too can win syphilis by playing here at John Con. <laughs> He's so cute. Why does that exist? Is it just part of a game or is it just no, fun it to came cuddle out syphilis? Uh, Drew Oliver and giant microbes do an entire series of viruses, bacteria, and various communicable diseases. Mm-hmm. Body parts, skin, bone, brains, nerves when I get on yours. <laughs> and then the, the diseases, some of which, you know, cholera, black plague, and then the sexually transmitted syphilis, gonorrhea, yeah. chlamydia, herpes. I, I like that if I collect all these toys, I can create a very sick person. Well, you know what they said about Pokemon. Yeah, you got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. Now, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member to play. But since we put up these great prizes you have to risk a prize for us to win as well. It can be anything from as, from as valuable as $20 or $100 from as low as value as a high five. So, does anybody want to risk anything to win a sexually transmitted disease? <laughs> People are digging through their pockets. What do you have? I got some garbage in my wallet I want to get rid of. Who's willing to risk something? People are actually just covering their faces now. You have a shirt? What? Someone's risking a shirt. What is, what is that shirt? Ooh. Ooh, that's All actually right. a nice shirt. Yeah, that'll, you usually wear the red plaid. Yeah. You probably I'm mix it up. a lot bigger than that's that guy, I think. That's more Boba Fett themed. What are you looking for? 
A blockbuster ah, card. Oh, that would have been a fantastic prize. Anyone else want to risk anything? And again, it could be anything. Nope. No, nobody has some garbage that they want to get rid of. Yeah, what are you, what are you, what are you crocheting? Yeah. Do you, what are you crocheting? Did you just say crochet? Oh, my God, is it knitting? You know what? Every time somebody's doing that, I call it the wrong thing, and they get mad. You Two yes. of you groups need to get together and agree that it looks exactly the yeah. same. No, I'm not kidding you. Oh my God. It's a ball of yarn. Is, is it crochet or is it knitting or have we fouled it up whichever she, way we do? She has two really long knitting slash crochet needles <laughs> that she can... Just, they're they're metal, metal and they're sharp. Okay. They're sharp. Oh, Whatever God. you say it is, is fine with me. <laughs> See, he doesn't even remember you said it 30 seconds ago. <laughs> All right, so I think that's the only prize. Okay. So I think you get to come up with your come shirt. On. Come on up here. Give it up for him. For risking his own clothing to get up here on the show. We also picked the guy that's furthest away, so it yes, takes the indeed. longest to get up here, so i got to fill time with my voice here. <laughs> but you didn't fill enough time, no. <laughs> I didn't. I was close. Uh, turn that microphone on. It is currently off. I got you. So uh, what's your name? Please introduce yourself, audience member. Oh, well, my name is Markwell Kai. Um, Markwell Guy? Kai. Oh, Kai. Okay. So it's the better version. Unlo- the the shorter. Yeah, ball. Like compact. It. These nice. better nice. version. They got all the, the crap out. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for risking your shirt. Oh, well, yeah. I got a couple of He was about to downsell. It's garbage. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to play a very special game. This game is called Netflix Snark. <laughs> if you go into Netflix and you're looking for a movie, there's always a description. But the description is always like this weird snarky version where they're just trying to be clever. and They don't actually tell you anything about the movie. What I need you to do is tell me the name of the movie based off of the description. Okay. Now, now, if you don't know and you want to get really ballsy, you can dare someone else to answer the question. And if they get it wrong, you'll get a point. Okay. But if they get it right, they'll get two points. Uh, oh, oh, can they double dare? What a fantastic... They can then double dare <laughs> if they want. And double dare the, the, the last remaining person to answer it. If they get it wrong... The remaining two will get two points. But if they get it right, oh, they'll get four points. So sometimes it might be strategical. (laughs) Nice. Strategically to (laughs) get the question wrong and not risk somebody else getting a huge lead. There's no physical challenge. (laughs) Right? I wanted slime. So Kai, I'm going to go by the last name. So Kai, uh, I have nine questions here. Which one would you like? Give me number three. Number three. Love made him a leader. Freedom gave him a purpose. And courage made him a legend. But not without a price. Braveheart. That's correct. One point for Kai. As soon as he said it, I was like, that's Braveheart. There's no way anybody else knows that that's Braveheart. (laughs) Fantastic. Dan, I need a choice. What number would you like? Give me number seven, please. Number seven. Lucky number seven. That's on the other page. How do you know what Braveheart is? It's a, it, like it was pretty of, famous. Who, who watches Braveheart? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it came Most out like four years movie? ago. What Braveheart? That's true. You <laughs> Most blood in a movie? Is that the most blood in a no, movie? No, that's no. way not. Maybe. There's a river of blood in The Shining. Have you seen Conan Literally, the Destroyer? Like river going down the yeah. Street. Which one was that? There's the one with the big monster that just fires blood out of it when you stab it. Oh. I'm going to say the shining is blood. I will look this up. I think it counts if it comes out of an elevator. It's still blood. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count. All right. Here's your question. Two men wake up in the clutches of a cunning maniac. They'll give an arm and a leg to survive his deadly games. (laughs) I I need the title of this film, or you can dare one of your competitors. Thinking out loud is usually best for the podcast. <laughs> yes, so, sorry. Thinking out loud. Gosh, I have no idea. Uh, I, I could dare Will or, or, or Kai and, and go with that. Uh, all, I, all I can think of is something like The Running Man, but that's another story. All right, Will, I'll dare you. Uh, is that Saul? That would be Saul. You give an arm and a leg. Oh, Netflix, you're so snarky. <laughs> That's two points for Will, and Will, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, do we do one? No, we didn't. We do number one. 
the hitman loves burgers. His partner's a preacher, and his girlfriend's a druggie. Sometimes crime is a work of art. This is pulp fiction. This is indeed pulp fiction. <laughs> Which this isn't accurate. His like, girlfriend's not a drug. That's not his. Yeah, girlfriend. that's that's Marcellus Marcellus Wallace's girlfriend. Yeah, right. like the description's actually wrong on that. <laughs> All right, Kai, we're gonna go back to you. Okay. Give me a number. Two. Number two. Mix hockey, video game rentals, soft toilet paper, and twenty-four ounce sodas. Add two working class stiffs. Relax and enjoy. The people sighing get it and know how horrible this is <laughs> of a description this is. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, Clerks? There Clerks you go. is correct. Nice. Very good. Very good. Well, I don't know why toilet paper is, is being mentioned in this. Uh, the, I think the, the old scene. Yeah, the old guy uses the bathroom, and I think he asked for toilet paper because of the kind oh, they have in right, there. Is right, not good enough. Right. Okay. Salsa shark. Like, why not milk? Milk is a huge part of that with the milkmaids <laughs> like, and all that convenient. stuff. All right, Dan, give me a number. All right, uh, number four. Four. This good, this good audio? You be fiddling with the board. Man, lets people know what's happening. Good radio. Good. Low on time in a land like no other. To find her brother, she'll have to play the game of the Goblin King. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, this this one's a gimme. Yeah, it is. It is, but I can't remember the title. Oh! <laughs> uh, it's a synonym for maze. It's it's not no the the crystal shard was the other one. It's the other Jim Henson one with the this is, yeah I I can see it. It's a DVD two pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh the it that's the one with David Bowie in yes, it. Yes, it I, is. I know. I, I yeah I want him to get it. <laughs> I can't remember. It's not a maze. It's a. Not a ma- oh. <laughs> 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 really? oh, How great that shirt is! All right. Like I said, uh, it's a nice shirt. The labyrinth. Yeah! Thank you guys. Thank you, Will. <laughs> he knew what it was. He worked it out. It's good. All right, Will. Give me a number. Uh, f- five. I just I like five. to go in order. How many numbers are left? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> An amount. Greed, distrust, unrest in the new world. Despite all that, love is still possible. Yeah. I'm gonna say the road to El Dorado. <laughs> Gee, I was thinking Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas is correct. Ah. <laughs> this is just close. That describes Road to El Dorado. (laughs) Yes, it does! (laughs) No, it doesn't. What are you talking about? How did... Yeah! That is a fantastic one. The two Spanish dudes go to the New World. They get real greedy. They want the gold. The one guy falls in love with Chell, and then they decide not to be douchebags. Yeah, but you can say the same thing about Avatar. We... Yeah. Yeah. There's only eight movies in existence. It's a really basic description. (laughs) (laughs) We have six... No. Yeah, we have six, eight, and nine left. Take eight. Eight. Uh, relaxing in your cabin is tough when screaming teens keep mistaking you for backwards killer. <laughs> Awkward. I'm going to pass this one. Two. Hmm. That's the question. Eight. Dan or Will, who do you no, think? Who do you think doesn't know it? But if he passes it to somebody who doesn't know, he's going to double dare it right back. You don't have to. You don't have to. Because if, if he passes it to you and you think, I know it, you don't want to give it to me. No. Yeah. Okay, this is going to chance. Eeny, meeny, The other guy? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Here, the scientific method. Heads is what? That was the worst coin flip in history. <laughs> it, it, it was. <laughs> he literally just dropped there. a coin. Tails. Okay, since you came up with it. <laughs> and since I have no idea, I'm going to double dare it right back at you. Uh, you. You'd have to double dare it to Will. Oh, I have to double dare it to Will. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. 
<laughs> go for it, Will. Pull us, make us look intelligent. He's Tucker, a tough job Tucker I'll give and you. Dale fight. Tucker and, oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> I'm not giving you points. I understand. Points <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, is your choice. You could, you could do either six, six or nine. I will take six. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Toy cars in all the wrong places. Rocket skates, yellow snow, slapsticks going berserk as these guys go gonzo. That is the actual description of this movie. I know, it's horrible. You're going gonzo. I keep thinking of the Muppets. That's a good movie. Uh, but I, but the Muppets wouldn't do Yellow Snow. That that's too gross for for Henson. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, no, I am stumped again. All right, so you can either, you can either just take the loss. And I'll take not, I'll take the loss. Ah, that's Smart good strategy. Play. That's good Smart strategy. Play. That film is called Jackass. It sounds like a Muppet movie, though. That's why I included <laughs> it. No, it's yeah. not <laughs> it does sound like Home Alone as well. Will, here's your final question. Okay. Dancing hippos, flying spirits, and a mischievous mouse who gets a little ahead of himself. Pure magic. It's Fantasia. It is Fantasia. Uh, that ties you with Kai, but I don't want you to win. So there you go. Guy, the winner. Enjoy your DVD. Yeah. Syphilis. Oh, it is syphilis. Okay. You get syphilis, yes. Yay. Explain getting syphilis at John Con. I can't explain that without, like, like it's not the way I wanted yeah, to Well, then it. just say you got syphilis, <laughs> okay. and then... Yeah, that that, that's what it'll say in the description. Congratulations, Guy. <laughs> Audience members oh, get no. syphilis during the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thanks for playing, man. Dan, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? No, I just want to thank you for having me. Uh, you don't work at a store? Yeah, I work at Walt's Game Store at uh, 7620 German Hill Road. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, Walt's Card Store. Well, it's actually Walt's Cards. Um, over the years, there have been enough different... Uh, <laughs> there are at least five different names floating around out there. I don't know that anybody keeps them all straight. But 410-288-7044. Call me up. Tell me what you think is good. Tell me you know, how to play it. And tell me what we should carry. Because there's more out there than I can possibly know. Yeah, Guys, worth, thank you for having me. It's a worthy yeah, stop for, for all you Otacon goers. For uh, ch- probably cheaper prices than the dealer's room. Absolutely. Will, anything you want to add? No. All right. John Con, thank you so much for having us. Uh, if you could do us a favor and uh, hold the applause. Wait, there's going to be plugs and stuff. If you do us a favor, check us out on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. You can also leave us a five-star review on Stitcher. You can also go to podcastland.com and vote for us and make us the podcast of the month. And that would make us feel all special inside. It'd be absolutely great. We do this podcast usually at uh, Adventureland in the Voorhees Town Center every Thursday. So if you want to come out for that, uh, it's a long drive from Baltimore. <laughs> But if you happen to not be in Baltimore and be in New Jersey, be sure to check us out at the Voorhees Town Center. It's a fantastic time. And as always, we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks.